Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Across the ASEAN, only on Money FM 89.3. Slowly but surely, we're seeing more economies across the Southeast Asia region starting to reopen as governments and officials try to jumpstart economies severely hit by the resurgence of COVID-19 infections. And it could be argued that no one stands to gain more from a potential reopening than Thailand, given how the economy is so dependent on tourism and the vital role it plays in the global manufacturing supply chains. The question now is, how might this actually play into a reviving market sentiment out in Bangkok? Well, today on Across the ASEAN, we're pleased to be joined once again by Mr. Andrew Stars. He's the founder and CEO of ASTOTS Investment Research, a former president of the CFA Society in Thailand, and with decades of experience covering Thai markets. He's here to share with us what he's seeing on the ground at Bangkok and whether or not this potential reopening might help at least revive market spirits out in that country. Mr. Sots, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to hear you and your loved ones are still safe and in good health during these times. And welcome back to the show, sir. All is good, JP. It's great to be back and to share some of what I know with your listeners. So, you know, Andrew, last time we spoke, we talked at length about COVID-19's impact on the economic and market landscape in Thailand. And the last six months, arguably the most challenging, even when compared to the start of the pandemic. How have the last six months potentially impacted economic and social sentiment out in Thailand? I think that these lockdowns are extremely damaging and They're, of course, damaging to tourism, and that's a huge impact. The second thing that is it's damaging to the labor market. Mm -hmm. And basically, you take people out of the labor market and you cause two problems. First is you run down their money and their assets, and so you're bankrupting individuals. And the second thing that you do is that you get people used to not working, and therefore, all of a sudden, trying to restart the economy, you just can't restart it that easily. The labor market is extremely tight, despite the fact that so many people are out of work. How difficult has it been to try and restart the Thai economy, given the number of times you've got in and out of lockdown? I would say that Thai politicians are not known for their long-term and disciplined thinking. They tend to be swayed by whatever's happening right now. In Thailand, along with some other countries around the world, have a benefit of having less obesity and also less underlying illnesses. And therefore, you can argue that the impact of COVID on Thai people should be much less than what we're seeing in other countries. Yet, we still see a blanket shutdown by government, which I just think is It's basically throwing the baby out with the bathwater. This reopening, though, and fingers crossed that it does happen, is also starting to give a little bit more hope to market optimists out in Bangkok. But, you know, as we've seen in the last seven to eight months, Andrew, COVID-19 has been very unpredictable. Now, is there a risk that should cases spike again, could this lead to another renewal of these social restrictions? Or do you think that officials will make a more concerted effort to remain open, given either from uh, belief that uh, Thailand can actually weather COVID-19 case spikes, or maybe even from a sense that there really is no other choice but to remain open in some shape or form? Best way to think about that is we still are kind of in our toughest lockdown. Uh, we're just slowly exiting from that. And I don't expect that the government is going to do another extreme lockdown. So from that perspective, JP, I think you're right in saying that there's some opportunity here. And the opportunity is we've probably passed the worst and we're slowly coming out of that. And now it's really a matter of does Thailand provide an investment opportunity for, let's say, an investor outside of Thailand to play that recovery? 
And do you think that there are opportunities out there at the moment in terms of positioning yourself for the long term? So, you know, right now I look at markets all across Asia. And so I try to look at them comparatively. And I would say that Thailand is not that attractive because it's already a bit expensive and fundamentals are okay, momentum's moderate. So I would just say that I'm not a big buyer of Thailand right now, but if somebody wanted to play the reopening theme, there may be some momentum there. And there's three sectors that I would say would be interesting to look at, energy, healthcare, and communication services. What would be some of the milestones or things you'd probably look out for that might convince you to perhaps position yourself for these potential opportunities? As you mentioned, this hinges on a number of things. What might this actually hinge on for a recovery play to actually become more palatable? Ultimately, you know, politicians shut down the economy as they have around the world. So unfortunately, we're kind of dependent on politicians now to open it. So the milestones that I would hope for, I wouldn't focus so much on, let's say, Phuket sandbox or some other type of thing like that. I think we just need to see that politicians are starting to say we must start to open. And we have started to see a little bit of that talk. And hopefully over the next couple of weeks, we start to see that more. Would a reopening, though, hinge on uh, Thailand making more progress in terms of vaccinations? I have such a frustration with the fact that countries and politicians around the world do not look at natural immunity and other factors. They only look at vaccination. So if you Mm -hmm. only look at vaccination levels, you could say, oh, we got another six to 12 months before we open up. And I just think that that's unreasonable. And so my hope is that logic and reason will overcome fear and panic. Mm -hmm. And that balance will tilt in the next two to six weeks towards logic and reason and starting to open up because you can't remember, like many countries in Asia, there's not a lot of benefit that's flowing out to the individuals or the businesses that are being hit by these government policies. And so you can't bankrupt your people till they're almost dead. We're still going to be to Andrew Stotts, the founder and CEO of Stotts Investment Research here on Across the ASEAN, getting his on-the-ground look at the Thai markets as the economy begins to reopen slowly but surely. And Andrew, it's very interesting because we talk about Thailand, we t- usually talk about tourism, but in the last couple of weeks, we've seen a reminder of how important Thailand is in terms of the global supply chain story. Factories in the country were affected by the COVID-19 shutdowns and has impacted Japanese car makers like Toyota in recent times. What is your sense now of the state of Thai manufacturing as there are efforts now to try and gradually reopen, hopefully in a sustainable manner? And how crucial might it be to keep the sector afloat as well for the Thai economy? Exports are a critical element for the Thai economy. When we look at the GDP numbers, we see exports of goods. That's one part of it. And of course, the exports related to services, meaning tourism. So if we just look at the exports of goods, basically, Thailand has a a big role in ASEAN for that. And I think that it's really a matter of getting the uh, government supporting these companies to start opening up and revving up. But it's also, you know, again, I talked about the damage to the labor force. I think we're seeing this around the world, is that when you take people out of the labor force for six to 12 months, it's not like you just plug them back in. You know, there is a very tight labor market right now. So I would say the biggest constraint that we probably face right now is just getting people back 
to work. Another thing that we've been also tracking, there has been concern about potential monetary tightening from major central banks. We've seen emerging markets like Thailand prove rather sensitive to this, and we do know that the Federal Reserve is set to make their next decision. How closely are you watching some of these developments when you're gauging the direction for Thai markets? We're talking about some of these external factors now that could impact market sentiment out there. Share with us your thoughts now on potential tightening uh, in the future and how it might impact Thai markets. So right now, from a global strategy perspective, I've been overweight the developed markets because they have the ability to do the quantitative easing and loosen monetary policy the way that the emerging markets don't have. If Thailand started printing money uh, the way that the U.S. has done, the bots would you know, immediately start collapsing. The U.S., of course, being the fiat currency and having that power along with euro, basically have been able to do that and not suffer consequences from it. The first thing is, as far as the Fed tapering, my prediction is there will be no tapering. In fact, there could be even QE again coming. They will signal tapering. They may try tapering, but in the end, markets will start to tank. And when they do, I believe the Fed will break down and have to go back and support the markets in the U.S. Second thing, when the U.S. market tanks, unfortunately, Thailand as well as ASEAN, basically what happens is that these markets move even stronger down. So we don't get a lot of protection if there is a crash in the U.S. markets. It's a very tough time. I'd say uh, it's important to, to manage uh, the volatility relative to the U.S. falling. And that you can do through things like gold and through things like bonds and defensive stocks. You're not the first person to mention the potential decline or tumble for U.S. markets, but how severe a crash do you think this could could happen in the future, Andrew, given how important well, it is for the region? Usually for a the final stage of a bubble is like a blow-off top. I don't think we've had that yet. We're very close for the U.S. So I would say what I expect is that the U.S. will take a hit, maybe 10, maybe 20 percent, and the Fed will end up coming in and start for the first time ever buying U.S. stocks. That's my prediction. And they've already bought U.S. corporate bonds, which they did after the 2020 crash. And everything is set that they could easily buy stocks. So my feeling is a 10 or 20% correction could come. Then they will start buying U.S. stocks and they will push the market to the final bubble stage of this very, very expensive market. And when you say final bubble stage, do you mean that there's going to be an even bigger reckoning? The best way to think about it is that the U.S. Fed has been pumping the people of America like they're drug addicts. And then the harder that they start to crash, the more that the Fed is pumping in more. And that basically can cover up the problem until everything starts to implode. And that's where I think we're getting close to. We could be one month. We could be 12 months away from that. But I think that that's my biggest concern. And a lot of uncertainty still lingering for the market seems, and not just for Thailand or Southeast Asia, but even global markets. Andrew Stotts. Yeah, and JP, yes, let, me, let me add one last thing. Sure. The, the last thing I would say is that when that market fall happens, you don't really want to have too much exposure to equity anywhere because it's all going to crash. But once you then reallocate to equity, I think that Asia is probably the best place to be because it's not as expensive and not as leveraged. Well, on that, we'd like to thank Andrew Stotts, founder and CEO of A. Stotts Investment Research, for joining us today on Across the ASEAN, talk about the state of Thai markets and also global markets and the risks ahead. As always, I wish you and your loved ones continued health and safety during these times. We will look forward to the next time we can have you join us on the show. Meantime, have a great uh, rest of the week ahead and uh, all the best with regards to Thailand's reopening moving forward. You too. 
Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.